in the book of James chapter 5, in verse 13, we're going to start at. It says, if any among you afflicted, let him pray. If any married, let him sing psalms. If any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church and let them anoint let them pray over him, anointing him with all in the name of the Lord. Verse 15. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he has committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another, and pray for one another, that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availed much. Elijah was a man subject to like passions as we are. And he prayed earnestly that it may not rain, and it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth brought forth the fruit. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. Lord, we ask you to continue to add many blessings to the reading of your word. We're going to talk about fervent prayer. That's the, amen, the message today. Fervent prayer. Amen. How many know we all, we strive to pray? But there's a type of fervent prayer. Amen. The Bible says the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availed much. I'm not saying God don't hear your prayer, but I believe you have, you have a more effective. It's more effective when it's fervent. Let's talk about what fervent is. Amen. Fervent is a, a great passion. You have great passion in the things that you when you come to God. You come to him in great passion. You, you reference him as almighty God. You come to him seriously. You don't bring your phone and text it on it. You don't bring, bring all this other stuff to you. You come to him but just you and him. You go straight to the throne. Amen. You go straight to him. You're serious. Amen. If you're not serious when you pray, why waste, waste your time getting down prayer? Amen. Fervent means great passion, great intensity of feeling. You put all your heart and your enthusiasm into prayer. You pray a little dead, light wave, flop over fish prayers. Lord, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And get up. I think, think you did something great. You know, he need, you need him. He'll need you. Amen. You want to say, almighty God, I have seen another day that I have not seen before. I sure do thank you. I thank you because while I was asleep, somebody could have came and killed me. Somebody could have came and robbed me. But I'm here today clothed in my right mind. It's fervency. You're praying the realness. You don't take God lightly or for granted. You pray a fervent prayer. Your prayer is always real. Fervent means real, sincere. Not just think you're going to be heard from your much speaking. We think we're on the same. Real, Almighty God, put a bow on a great heavenly father and all that. You don't mean your heart. Why are you doing all that? Your mind somewhere else. When you pray for God, you pray with fervency. Fervent, the effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous. And you have to be righteous. It will avail much. Not saying that you're perfect, but it has you have to be in right standing with God for him to answer your prayer. Somebody give God a praise. <laughs> fervent means passionate, great intensity, a sincerely, fervently hot. It's like God, I feel I feel that prayer so so powerful that glory to God, I feel like tears running down my eyes. I feel the presence of God all over me. I'm praying fervently. Hot to shire. God said, them kind of prayers. Avail much. 
they will move a mountain. Somebody give God a praise. Handala Bahia. And I believe that's what we was praying in here Wednesday night. Amen. I can feel the heartfelt prayers. Not saying no all the time, but Wednesday night, I can feel I was up here praying, but I can feel out there that I can feel the heartfelt prayer. We was praying, amen, for one of our sisters. Amen. It was glory to God. And praying for a lot of things. But we was praying fervently. And like my son said, we got news the next day. She texts me first, and I said, won't you just send that text, text out to the rest of the saints? Because they really praying for you. We all praying for you. God, amen. Let her go home from the hospital. Them type of prayers are very much. Take some time for God. He'll take time with you. We're praying out a little bitty me-me prayers and two-second prayers. Lord, and then sometimes we might pray a quick prayer, but your, all your prayers shouldn't be on the run. You need to take some time to seek the Lord while he may be found. Somebody say, I don't have time. You need to make time. You make time for everything else. You need to make time for the Lord. If God don't wake you up in the morning, you won't be here to make time for all these other people. And that. Somebody ought to give God a praise. I just tell it like it is because it's real. I haven't been walking with God, playing with God for 40 years. I say I have not been walking with God and playing games with God 40 years. I have not had my foot in the world and come up to myself, I'm telling, going to walk with God as I've been backsliding all, all sitting all the way. Glory to God. But I've been serious with the Lord. Somebody give God a praise. I remember when I was probably in my 20s, my parents were saving stuff, and I kept saying, I don't know if I want to be saved right then because, you know, I just felt like whatever, I was a, for a real person before I got saved. I wasn't a sneaky person. I wasn't a devious person or deceitful person. If I liked you, I liked you. If I didn't like you, I didn't like you. I wasn't bipolar back and forth. I wasn't scared of nobody. So I'm going to be myself. So I came over here to be myself. And God took what I had on me and used it for his glory. Amen. Whatever you do for the Lord, amen, you got to do it real hard. You can't be all these different people and then come over here talking about You got to be real in your soul for God to use you. Somebody give God a praise. Glory to God. I tell you, you take a real man and a real woman of God does not half-stepping. I don't care if you drink wine every day. If you say, yeah, I'm a wine head. I drink wine every day. At least you tell the truth about yourself. God can get you out of that. But if you're trying to be this person and that person, all that, that is, it will not work. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. Glory to God. You got to go all the way. Somebody said you go hard past the time. Yeah, you got to go all the way for the Lord. Because the only thing that you do for the Lord is going to last. You got to tell the Lord, amen, when you got a bad attitude, you got a bad spirit, you got a lying spirit, whatever. You got to say, Lord, I got lying in, my, in me. I got a bad spirit. I need you to deliver me. I need you to help me. And God will get you together and he will use you mightily. But if you keep acting like that stuff is not there, it's going to creep up on you and mess you up. Somebody give God a praise. Glory to God. God is here. He's going to raise up y'all. He's going to raise up real men and real women. They're going to preach this way. They're going to preach the word. And you know what? God said, I'm going to work with them with signs following. God's not going to work with a lying preacher. He's not going to work with a lying vessel. He's going to work with you. In other words, whatever you say, God's going to back you up. He's going to heal the sick. He's going to work signs away. He's going to move by his spirit. His people should know him and do exploits in him because they're real. Somebody give God a praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It says in, in fervent prayer. A fervent prayer. Why wouldn't you not want to pray a fervent prayer? Why would I not want to pray a fervent prayer? Why would I just want to get down there and just utter some words out and I don't care and don't know if I'm hurt or not? Why would I really want to waste that? When I, get, when I talk to the Lord, I want to know that he hears me. When you talk to the Lord, you want to know that he hears you. 
Because if you keep on praying to the Lord and you don't think he hears you, you're going to stop praying. Because you say, hear me no way. I want to know that God is hearing me. When I break a sweat or whatever, I want to know God's hearing me. Hot in this heat, I want to know God's hearing me. Somebody, <laughs> it's true though. I want to know he's hearing me. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. Where was God? Is any of you, is any among you afflicted? If any among us afflicted, let him pray. Afflicted, don't, you don't have to be just sick to be afflicted. You can have issues going on in your mind. You can have issues going on in your finances. You can feel irritated. You can have, be, if anything can make you feel afflicted. Along with sickness too. But sickness is not the only affliction. Amen. You can feel like something on you. Amen. Some depression on you. Some discouragement on you. You can't seem to get your mind straight. That's affliction, huh? That's attack of the devil. If any be afflicted, let them pray. God said, when you be afflicted, he didn't say, go on your phone and talk to somebody. We like to talk to people. I don't like to talk to people about my problems. Unless I ask you to pray with me. I don't pacify, worship, I don't want none of that. Because you worship your problem, they're going to stay right with you. And something is good to shut, shut your mouth about. There's some things you don't even want to tell nobody. And this say if you was, I'm just saying, God forbid, this say if you was on your way leaving out here, why would you want to tell 12 people you leaving out here? Don't you know you're going a little faster? Time they get on Facebook and Twitter and all them things, honey, they're going to have you dead. And you're going to say, I ain't dead yet. It'll make you mad, it's worse. We like to tell people all these bad things. We don't like to talk about the Lord. We like to talk about all the stuff that we're going through and everything. It don't help nobody. If you're going to talk about it, then talk about what God's going to do about it. Say, this situation here that you see me in will not be here long. This too shall pass. That's don't talk about it at all. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. Hallelujah. Misery love company. You going through today? Yeah. You going through? Yeah, I am too. Girl, what you going through? You start telling me, and you start telling me, and you just break all in on me, and I just tell you about bad. You ain't even heard, let me get mad out yet. <laughs> then when you go, when you go, y'all both got the same spirit, down depression. Somebody give God a praise. I like to be around people that up, get uplifted spirits. Most times, brother, I'm to myself a lot. I, not that I want to be to myself. I, 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 you know, I, I learned to live that way, especially when you have different places in God. You, 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 you don't do good to, to flop with every, everything and everybody because it messed up the anointing in your life. You, you know, people not gonna, most people, that's not going to be on the same page where you are in no way. I think if you're going up higher in the things of God, I think you need to walk. Uh, uh, if you're going to fill it, fill it with people, won't go somewhere with God too, not with people in the lower class with you. Let's say if I, if I interact with somebody, let's say, I'm trying to walk with God, and they alcoholic, or they, they don't even acknowledge God. I'm when they come to me all the time, after a while, I ain't going to want to be in the company of God. Birds of a feather flock together. Somebody give God a praise. And it says, if any among you afflicted, let him pray. If any marry, let him sing. If you afflicted, God said, I don't care what you're going through, pray. And prayer is nothing. It's just simply communication. Communicating with God. I don't care if you told him yesterday, you told him about it the day before, pray till you feel better. Pray till he changed your prayer. How do you know God changed your prayer? 
He'll pray you. He, you'll pray more effectively, more firm. You'll pray another way about the same situation. You can pray about the same situation ten different ways. When God gets through you, He'll make you a prayer warrior. You'll you be so skilled in prayer. Somebody give God a praise. Glory to God. Hallelujah. If any afflicted, let him pray. Amen. If any, if any marry, and then talking about marry, like you marry somebody, any happy marry, M-E-R-R-Y. If any marry, cheerfully, joyfully, sing songs. In other words, you, you married, you feel good. You know, I'm, it's not, in other words, I feel good today. I'm going to turn my, my, uh, my music on. I'm going to turn it up. I'm going to get praise God. I got to wait till I go to church. I'm going to get my praise on. I feel good, Lord. I'm going to, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anyhow, sometimes my grandbaby, when he's over there, sometimes he'll come right over there to me and start clapping his hands. I say, okay, you want to sing, don't you? I say, he's all right. And then he stuck to feet and start stomping. Amen. Glory to God. If you married, sing. Amen. Amen. Sing. Listen, more, some more, more, most people out here walk around this, this, this uh, sadness, sad and discouraged. You know, you can do routine things, and I, we all do them because we have to do them while we live down here. We have to work on jobs. We have to clear my house. We have to do different things. Don't you know you can do basic, natural things and just, just no, with no, there's no joy? Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. If you exclude God out of, your, out of the picture and you're always doing these things and there's no God involved, you're going to get just born and, uh, and, and just uh, tired of doing the same routine things. It makes your job harder to, when you got to go to it. You incorporated God in your life no type of week throughout the week. It makes your life, you may man, worry whether you single or married, it makes your life humdrum when there's no God in there. Somebody give God a praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And many, if they mean any is sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church. Let me tell you something about that. Call for the elders of the church if you can, but honey, learn how to pray for yourself in case you can't get the elders of the church. What you going to do? I guess Bible said, wait till I call the elders of the church. You're you, you going to die to death or what? You better say, Jesus, help me or something. You can pray for yourself. You can't pray for yourself. You need to uh, go and get born again or something. You can't talk to the Lord. What's up with that? You can't talk to the Lord. You scared to talk to the Lord. Some people scared to talk to the Lord because you know you ain't doing nothing the Lord tell you to do. You don't have no confidence in God, and you don't have no confidence that He will hear your prayer because you're not obeying Him. You're not doing walking please. But if you know that I'm trying to please God, I may not cross every T, I might not dot every I, but I'm making some kind of effort. I'm trying to please God. I got a right to talk to the Lord, and I'm going to talk to the Lord. Somebody give God a praise. If any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Somebody said, well, he said, they say anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. So it's what they say. Some people say, well, I don't have no oil, so I can't pray for the sick. Yes, you can. I mean, that's just a point of contact. If you want it that bad, go get you some cooking oil or whatever you need to do. If you just feel like I got some Vaseline, whatever, you, you won't feel like I did do. Just, if, 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 if you ain't got no spirit and everything, Vaseline, all and nothing ain't going to do no good, no way. You be like a greased up chicken. And nothing, that had nothing happened. Come on, give it, I tell like it is. I'd rather have the spirit going before me if I have no oil. Well, then that spirit's real, that oil, the Holy Ghost is in that. Somebody give God a praise. And I ain't, I'm not going to get a scripture or anything, but some people could get their little, then dab that little oil, can't even put nothing on the hand. And maybe the other put too much. So, <laughs> so somebody give God a praise. 
I don't care if I'm pulling the whole arm and drench you like, and uh, they drench you bad. Amen. No prayer of faith is coming. And all, all that, you're just going to be soaked. People, come and come anoint my house. Why well, am I anointing your house with demons in the wall here? Devil's there. They're going to stay there when I leave anyway. No, what? Somebody give God a praise. Waste all my energy and something come anointing. Some what? Get the devil out of there first. Then you can anoint your house. Why am I doing my house with demons and devils and, amen, and, and people smoking dope and everything and they doing everything here? Why? They, they don't step in here. What? I've got to go. Somebody give God a praise. Y'all know what sometimes I do is nobody, I live alone, but if it get too tough in my house, y'all even get too tough in here, y'all know I open up the door and say, get out of here, devil. And give the devil an invitation out. Hindering your word, hindering anything. Get out in the name of Jesus. Somebody give God a praise. Amen. The Bible speaks about the righteous as bold as the last. Some people say, what is a, uh, the how's that woman? Uh, man, they're so bold. Because when you're real for God, you stand on his word. Well, you know you're real. You, can, you, you know what makes you bold in the Lord? Being real. This simple thing. This being real with God gives you the boldness. Doesn't else give you the boldness? It gives you the boldness because you, you know God know you. You know the, God and you, you know, you know you're real with God. And you know God said, in other words, whatever you bind on earth, I will bind it in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth, I will loose it. He said, I'm going to back you up. Whatever you say, if you're real, if you're not real, he's not going to back you up. So that you're bold as a line. You know, they was out there with the, the thing over there. When I pulled up here yesterday, and they, all the uh, most thing, and not green, but the people that was next door, they said, he said, um, Pastor Thomas, uh, hello, how, how are you? And everything. And, you know, sometimes all these men stuff won't be intimidated. I said, how are you doing? And, and we were talking about something. I said, yeah. I said, yeah, I just pray to God and let him do the rest. Yeah, you know, and, 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 you know, God will give you bone. If you can go talk to the you need to go talk to the judge or whatever you need. He will give you that bone, but you can't be creeping and sneaking. That's something I had never liked—a person or a place or a thing or none of that sneaking and creeping. I wasn't bought up that way. Some people bought up to tell a bunch of lies, sneak and creep. They had that in their spirit. I was never bought up that way. I can't stand that. It's like if you tell me this wall is black today, the wall haven't changed. It still should be black tomorrow until you paint it white or whatever. Don't say this and then turn around and say this. Don't don't deceive. Somebody give God a praise. You know, the Bible said the Lord, amen, hate a liar. He, he said a liar will not tell you his sight. That's why we don't care for lies. Lord said, in other words, God wants you to be real. It's like if I'm a bad person, I'm the hardest person there is, Lord, I'm the hardest person there is, I need help. I'm going to tell you I'm a good person when I'm not a good person. I'm just going to be real. Amen. You people, when you're real, people have confidence in the things you say. They have confidence to believe in the things you say. Now, you make an error, that's another story. Uh, if you lie, you means you, 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 you intentionally tell a lie. How many know you can act a lie as well as tell one? You can say, well, I didn't say it, but you did it. <laughs> Holy Ghost is smart, ain't it? I didn't say it, but you did it. I call people. You know, I didn't know you called. Who did you call? You know that person called. But you said something different. You covered it up with some other word. You know, I, I left my phone somewhere. But you still know that person called. 
How many of you can act one a lie as well as tell one? Holy Ghost is powerful. It knows all things. Somebody give God right. I said, Lord, sometimes you don't know when people tell the truth. And I said, you just better don't even know. Don't try to know. Don't try to know too much in this hour. If you think they're not telling the truth, don't, don't, even, don't, don't question it. Just let it go. Because you're going to be wishing you never heard because you're going to hear five, six lies. Somebody give God a praise. Come on, give God a praise. Hallelujah. Going back to the message, it's all good. Amen. It is sick among you. Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anoint him with all in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. The Bible said the prayer of what? The prayer of faith. What's going to deliver you? What's going to change your situation? The prayer of what? Faith. In other words, the prayer of faith is having that confidence Well, whatever you ask into the Lord for, that he is going to do it. Now, we don't know his timing. We don't know how he would do it, when he would do it. David said, my times are in his hand. You can't predict and tell God to fix your problem overnight. That's what you desire, but it may not be fixed overnight. But one thing about it, your problem may be still there, but God will fix you to be able to endure the problem till he changes. it. Isn't that good? You're not praying in vain because a lot of time we want everything quick, fast, and in a hurry, and we're not really ready for it. How I many you know you got to be mature for the things of God? You want a husband, you want a wife, you want a new car, you want another job. In other words, you got a sloppy house, you sloppy and everything, and you want God to put you in a real nice house, you want God to put you in a real nice car and everything, well, you can tear it up. That you won't got to give you a husband or a wife where you can cuss them out and beat them up and misuse them. No. God gets you ready for the things that you're asking for. So sometimes you may want it right now, but you might not be prepared for it right now. Maybe some work God has to do before he gives you that. Amen? Especially if you're used to being by yourself and you're used to not being bothered with nobody. You got to learn how to interact with other people. Before God just put that poor man, or put that poor woman, where you, where you won't treat him right. Somebody give God a praise. The longer you be by yourself, you get used to you or you. And nobody else. That's what some people say, I don't want no husband. I don't want no wife. They don't want to be bothered with nobody else. If that's the way you want to be, blessing to be contented. It's a blessing to be contented in the state you are. But if you can't be contented, if you're going to have trouble in your flesh and everything, you need somebody. Am I right? Yeah. Somebody give God a praise. God don't want us to be whoremongering, adulterous, fornicated, none of that stuff. So if you can have no kind of control in that area, you need somebody. But God didn't tell you, go and stand on the corner and get anybody. Okay. You have to wait on the Lord yeah. and be of a good courage. Somebody give God a praise. Yeah. Amen. You know, a lot of times some of the women way back there, they didn't tell the people, amen, that the people, the people that have husband, honey, you don't need no husband. You don't want no husband. That's because your husband don't treat you right. You tell them the other person they don't need one. <laughs> yeah, they tell you that. Why you over there twitching and everything? Amen. And why you burning and, and everything in your flesh and everything and you crying tears and everything. They tell you you don't need nobody. That's not true. That's not right. They should say, you 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 pray and I'm praying along with you, honey. God's getting you ready for that. Don't tell me I don't need a husband because you and your husband can't get along. You and your wife can't get along. That's y'all. They ain't me. Somebody give God a praise. 
The prayer of faith. She said, sometimes I say, past time she go here, she come back here, but I'm coming back. Amen. The Lord knows whatever needs to be said. Amen. Amen. It's, and it says, and, and let him pray, anoint him with all in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. The prayer of faith is going to save the sick. When it says it's going to save the sick, it means it's going to deliver the sick. Save means not just save, I'm, I guess salvation save, but save is still a deliverance of being saved. Save means to be delivered. When God saved you, he delivered you from sin. Is this in different form, but he saved you. The prayer of faith, the prayer of whoever's praying that prayer that's believing God and not doubting in their heart. They're believing God for what they're praying for. The Bible says you should have what you say. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up or her up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. That means that sometimes some people, amen, they're in the positions that they're in, predicament they're in, amen, because of sin. Everybody's not sick and afflicted because of sin, but some people are. They sin sick. And they need their soul to be delivered. And there's something about when they soul get delivered, they get delivered from sin. Amen. 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 Confess your faults. Confess your faults one to another. Amen. In other words, that means to admit. Don't lie. I got shortcomings. You know, even since I've been pastor, sometimes I've told, I've told the Lord. Sometimes I said, Lord, they told me that, but I don't know if I believe that. I said, because later on I see something else different. Confess your faults. Don't act like they're not there. If I got an issue with you, I got some hanging with you, I'm not going to say, no, I don't have no problem with you. When I know I'm lying, I do have a problem with you. Confess your faults. You don't have to just be, you know, just be, be decent about, yeah, you know, I did have something in my heart is not right. Don't sit there and act like you're you fooling the person because you're not fooling the person. God can let that person see straight through you. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, I, did, I, I, didn't, I got offended at you. I didn't mean to. Confess your faults to one another. Confess your shortcomings. In other words, especially when there's an issue in the way of hindering somebody else or hindering you, confess something is bothering you, is blocking you, amen, hindering your prayer, get it out the way. Get it out the way. Don't sit there and think God's going to hear your prayer over that mess. Confess means to admit, to acknowledge. You don't have to wait till people come to you. Nowadays, when you go to people, they're going to tell you the truth no way. Sometimes I told Lord, I said, Lord, they're going to tell the truth no way. So stop going to you go just tell the Lord. Well, just make sure if they don't treat you right, make sure you treat them right. But you got to ask God for that help. It's hard to treat people right when they don't treat you right. Somebody give God a praise. Glory to God. Confess your false one, one for another. You know, this is you'd be surprised. People that say they saved, all the people all over this world say they saved. Most of the people got something in their heart against somebody else, and they ain't spoke to them people in 10 years. And they're talking about they going to heaven. You know, I'm so glad that God has taught me better than that. You know, I try to keep my spirit right with everybody, most of as I can. I'm, I ain't going to say I like what they do. I enjoy what they do, but I try to make sure I don't get hate in my heart. Because you get hate in your heart, that uh, hate has a root of bitterness. There's a root of bitterness come along with that. And it'll make you an old woman or old man. You'll be a, a cantankerous person till you leave out of here. So I, was, I try to keep, make sure I keep that out of my spirit. And you're getting older too, you don't need to be old and grouchy. <laughs> you got young people, some people young. I've never seen so many people this young as this, this grouchy. 
live, you're going to be an old soul grouchy. You can grow old and sweet in God, or you can grow old and decrepit and mean and hateful. Confess your faults for one another and pray for one another. When you confess your faults, then you can pray for someone. You can't pray for somebody if you lying and scheming yourself and you're not real. How are you going to pray for somebody else? You need to get it right. Confess your faults one to another and pray for one another. It's telling you that you confess, make sure your heart's right, and then you can pray for one another. Then you can pray that fervent prayer. And you can see a results in your fervent. And also, I want to throw that in there. There's results in fervent prayers. One amen. There's results in fervent prayers. Confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that you may be healed. God said you're going to be delivered, set free, or whatever when you pray it fervently. You know, some people, they feel like, well, if some big major going in my life, I just want so-and-so. I'm going to get so-and-so to pray for me. Why come you can't even think to pray for yourself? That's why you can't get a hold of that person. And that's a life and death situation. Why you don't know how to pray for yourself? Don't you think God hear your prayers? Where does he hear that person's prayer? If he's really right? He hear your, you might get a little help sometimes, but you shouldn't depend on other people. In other words, the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be given, forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man and very much effective. Effectual means it means it's very effective. You're gonna see results behind it. That's what that's really saying. And it says Elijah was a Elijah was a man subject to like passions as we are. In other words, he's saying Elijah was a powerful man. It wasn't that he was so anointed, so powerful. He was a, 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 a angelic that's flying around here. He had passions. He had the desire that's like you and I. He was human like you and I. So he's letting them know, so that's without excuse. Somebody passed the time, but she passed the time to pray this way. Honey, you ought to be able to pray the same effect. Amen? Because we're supposed to be helpers one to the other. Amen? Glory to God. Elijah was a man subject to passions as we are, and he prayed earnestly. That's the key. He prayed what? Earnestly. He prayed earnestly that it may not rain. He prayed earnestly. That it may not rain. And it rained not on the earth by the space of what? Three years and six months. Now you know that man, he had to have a place in God. He was a power packed, fervent prayer man to pray for, to keep the rains from raining for three years. Not for a day, three years, six months. That's what his prayers were so powerful and, 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 and effective. And it said, and it was a place of three years and six months. And then he prayed again when he needed, when he wanted rain. He prayed again, and the, and the heavens gave rain. And the earth brought forth from fruit because there was a drought he needed to pray for. Amen. To get that drought out the way. Powerful, fervent prayer. And nobody can buy. That type of relationship and prayer and prayer. No one can buy that. This is not for sale. Amen. It costs, somebody said, what it costs? It costs you your life a living right. 
you saw the car, God didn't tell you to go work on no building, build no building for him. He didn't tell you to get bricks and mall and break all of that. He didn't tell you to go and work. He said, just live for me, just obey me, and you can have whatever you want. Isn't it just simple like that? You can ask, like, what if, if you need finances, I'll give you that. If you need this, I'll give you that. Plus, you got to be a tither, and you got to be faithful in the house of God, and you got to think about other people other than yourself, and God's gonna, not going to let you go without. I know I was saying something to the Lord the other day. I said, Lord, this unexpected bill have changed, and I got paid $40 extra a month, and I'm, I'm retired. I'm not, I don't have extra, a lot of extra money, that, you know, come, income coming in. And I said, Lord, it's going to take $40 out of my check extra every month, and uh, I just don't like, I don't want that. And I asked you to put it back and put more of it back. Put, put me more. I didn't ask for just $40. I want more than enough. Because you have to rebuke, rebuke the devourer off of your finances. Now, you can't rebuke the devourer of your finances if you're not a tither, you're not a giver, and you don't, you're not faithful to God. But you can rebuke the devourer of your finances if you believe. You got to believe that this too shall pass. Amen? Glory to God. And I think uh, last week the Lord added, amen, amen, some money back to my, my, because my, I've got through paying everything. I said, Lord, I don't have any money. This is something right. And the Lord put it, put a hundred dollars. He put it back there. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. Glory to God. God, amen. He would do whatever you asked him to do. And we have to patiently wait upon the Lord. The Bible said, wait on the Lord and be of a good courage. And he will strengthen our hearts. Our times are in the Lord's hand. Amen. Everything is not going to happen clockwork, clockwork, just like this. So we can't allow ourselves to get discouraged. We got to keep our focus on the Lord. You start going down when you begin to look at your problem. You begin to look at the things around you. You begin to look over fence what other people have. You begin to you start going down in your spirit. Glory to God. But you got to keep your focus on the Lord. How many of you know you got to fight the good fight of faith? Amen. You have, you have to fight. That means you got to just move everything out your way. When your way get cloudy, you got to move out of the way and say, Lord, help me stay focused. Amen. Glory to God. Somebody wave your hand to the Lord. I believe I'm just pretty much uh, done. It says, the affection for prayer of the wretched, righteous avail it much. That means it's, it's a lot to that, those type of prayers that when they're effective. That means you're going to have what you say. You know, I was thinking about something. I'm done preaching now, but I was thinking about something 